Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Katie Adams, an RD2B who has a passion for music, painting, cooking, and being creative. She just recently completed her internship and is looking forward to starting her own podcast about nutrition and mental health. She is sharing her experiences through her internship, COVID, and starting her first job. Please enjoy my conversation with Katie. I'm excited that we connected through Instagram. I love that you reached out to me and I I love that space so much. It's such a great (laughs) space to meet people. So thank you for doing that. Well, thank you for having me. I'm really so excited to be here. (laughs) Well, good, good. And, you know, I kind of always ask all my guests, I'd love to know where you got interested in dietetics. How did you start kind of figuring out that's what you wanted to do as your profession? Yeah. So actually, um, it was kind of something I really wasn't sure what a dietitian did or I didn't really know about the field very much at all. Um, I actually started off as a music major in college. So um, it was quite the change. I took a nutrition class one semester when I was thinking about changing my major, and I felt so um, just intrigued by the subject, and I felt like everything we talked about in class was so relatable um, to life, and I really just, it just captured my heart, and it was just like creative problem solving. Nutrition Hmm. was so cool to me uh, in that you can, you know, like creative problem solving but with food, of course. Um, so I just, it's, I started from there and I just went home one night and I said, I'm going to be a dietitian. <laughs> and, How did that go? Did that, were your parents and your family like surprised? A little bit. Yeah. They, um, they were supportive, of course. Um, I think that it was something kind of random, probably very surprising, but <laughs> Well, especially since you started out in music. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, I'm sure that you have a very strong past with music, I'm assuming. Yes, ma'am. I spent a lot of time in music. That was pretty much my whole life up until I started dietetics. (laughs) Yeah. That's where they're probably like, huh, well, that's a direction they didn't probably see coming. (laughs) No, not at all. (laughs) So how, how far were you into schooling then at that time? I was about a year in. Okay, so pretty early that you didn't have to like redo a whole bunch of your studies or? No, I just ended up taking a bunch of summer classes and stuff like that. And um, I did end up, you know, taking the good five-year plan, but you know, that's fine. (laughs) Hey, we all, I think a lot of us do that. Yes. (laughs) Which is okay. Where did you go to, where did you do your undergrad at? At University of Memphis. Okay. And are you from that area? I'm yes, assuming. ma'am. Yes. Yeah, I recently actually moved because I just started my first uh, dietitian job. Um, so I moved to Kingsport, Tennessee, which is the complete opposite side of the state. Um, okay. So I finished my internship back in June. I finished off a few classes to get my master's and started a job. And so it's just... Uh, it's been a process. <laughs> well, and I think about when I think about being an intern, well, first of all, you're a student and intern, but that whole transition from like 
undergrad to internship and then you did, you, you know, you finish up your master's too and then first job, don't you feel like it's such a crazy, like you don't even know if you're going up or down right. or left or right. Like you're just like, it just keeps so, going. Yes. And I feel like the whole time you're, you're learning. It's a whole learning process and it's just hectic for a while and you have to just, you know, trust the process like they say. <laughs> um, and that's just, that's part of it you know, for everybody. So when you decided kind of that you went into dietetics, you were going to do your internship, obviously, did you kind of stick around in the area or where did you kind of look for internships? What was drawing you to an internship? So um, when I finished my undergrad, I immediately started working a food service job in the hospital um, there in Memphis, um, Alabama Children's Hospital. I was able to work uh, kind of like as a dietary aid type position. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did that for a while. And um, I started the process of looking for internships then. Um, so I applied to a few in the area and then I also did distance. So I ended up doing my distance program through Marshall University. Okay. And then did you have to find your own experiences or how did that work for you? Yes, ma'am. I had to find all my own preceptors, um, which it was a little bit last minute too, because I ended up doing second round match. So it was all very last minute and I was trying to just find who I could and, you know, take what I could get because I feel like, um, you know, especially in the Memphis area, there's dietetics programs around there that often use preceptors in the area. So for distance interns, it can kind of be a little hard to find people. So let's talk. I I would love to talk to you about that a little bit because I'm noticing that there is a huge increase in these type of internships Mm -hmm. where you're doing distance and you're having to find those preceptors because I've actually had people reach out to me for those preceptors. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that has to be so hard being a, you know, a newly graduated student trying to find humans to (laughs) take you on, you know, so you can learn. So how do you, do they help give you some? Um, guidance of like who to contact or how did you kind of navigate that? So I pretty much kind of reached out to people that I had uh, either volunteered with uh, during my undergrad. I reached out to my program director from undergrad and I asked for anybody, any source of contact uh, Mm -hmm. that they might could have for me or just emailed people directly. And sometimes it was picking up the phone and calling them and saying, Hey, I'm looking for a preceptor, uh, which is kind of a little bit in your face, you know, Sure. Um, and can be a little intimidating for somebody who is just, you know, trying to figure everything out and set some things in stone. Um, but I had to be very consistent about it. And I felt like every morning I was waking up, sending more emails, <laughs> checking my email 24 seven. And if, you know, somebody wasn't able to help me directly, I was always trying to say, hey, well, if you can't, do you know somebody who can? Mm -hmm. So that really helped me a lot. Um, And I really, I feel like the Memphis area was very helpful in that everybody knows each other. And, you know, the dietitian world can sometimes be a little small. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people know each other. Um, And so that was very helpful to be able to have those people who can help. Well, I'm glad to hear that because I always am like, you know, did you feel like you got a good response? Did you feel like there, you know, so sometimes I'm sure you got some no's and that was probably 
you know, definitely difficult to kind of get those no's. Yeah. But do, do you feel like that they were very receptive to being like, yes, I'm sorry, I can't help you, but here are some other options you might want to look into? Oh, yes. And I feel like it, a lot of that is making sure you disclose to somebody what you're looking for, you know, what kind of experience you need, how long you need the experience, um, how many hours a week and just saying all that, whether you say it over the phone, in an email, et cetera. Um, and if they can't help you, I always try to say, could you direct me to somebody who could? Um, mm-hmm. So... Well, good, good. I'm glad because I do. I worry about that because I feel like that's kind of where the future of our profession is kind of going as far as dietetics when it Mm -hmm. comes to internships, because there isn't as many programs and there's people living in all types of different situations. And yes, ma'am, I'm glad they exist. I'm sure you're very glad. Oh, yes, (laughs) it was it was probably it was the hardest process of getting all those preceptors. And I'm sure for people who are probably currently doing that, they understand. Um, mm-hmm. And I know several people struggle with trying to find a preceptor. Um, and some people even have to drop their internship because they can't Aww. find preceptors, which is, you know, which is scary. But I was determined. I was trying to <laughs> email anybody and everybody that I could. <laughs> Did you have to compromise any experiences for yourself? You know, was there something that you really wanted to do and you couldn't find a preceptor to offer that experience? Oh, yeah. There were several instances. I really wanted to get some WIC experience and I was not able to do that. Luckily, my internship, um, they met me halfway and I was able to find a different type of community experience um, Mm -hmm. rather than WIC, which was fine. Um, And then, of course, covid um, yes. <laughs> so, so about, I had probably around two or three months left of my internship and COVID happened. And so all oh the hospitals my. and all the interns home. And so that was kind of sad, but yeah. So tell me, I was, that was my other question for you. Like I knew you were doing your internship during this whole crazy pandemic. So you were doing clinical at the time mm-hmm. when that happened. So how did you finish out your clinical? How did that look for you being an intern in that experience? Well, I was really worried about that because I was counting all my hours and I kept thinking, how am I going to finish all of these hours after that happened? Um, Whenever it started, it didn't seem as if it was going to be as big as it is now, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, So at first, we weren't sure what was going to happen. Um, kept going to my internship until eventually I wasn't allowed to go anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't let you come in anymore. Right, right. <laughs> and so um, after that, um, our internship actually used a program to where if we needed clinical hours, they would assign us clinical type work, um, which mm. was pretty helpful. Um, it was a lot of... Um, strenuous. It took a lot of time. It took, sometimes I was working more than eight hours a day just on the alternative work to get hours, but, Mm -hmm. um, it was very helpful. Um, and then if you needed community hours, of course they would assign community type work for those students. But, um, it was, they compensated for the hours pretty well. I would say my internship worked pretty good with the circumstances. 
I'm sure they were scrambling oh, too, yeah. trying to figure out, <laughs> oh my gosh, what are we going to do for these poor interns oh, yeah. that are trying to have those experiences? I can imagine. I cannot imagine. <laughs> Well, at least, at least it wasn't your whole internship experience right. and it wasn't, you know, dominating that you were sitting at home doing all these online right. <laughs> modules and things. At least you got some hands-on things. Right. Um, and how long was your internship? It was about 10 months long. Okay. Yeah. So that's perfect. That's like a nice size, yeah. long length internship. Did you, you got your master's as part of your internship program or had you already started that prior to? So um, my internship actually offered master's classes to go towards a master's degree. Uh, so I completed nearly all of it during my internship. And then I needed wow. about nine more hours of classes. So I took my last few classes at um, a university, uh, University of Memphis. Um, and so I'm in the process of transferring those over so that I can get my master's as well. That's so. awesome. And what's your, what's your master's in? Um, it's a master's in dietetics. Nice, yes, nice, very good. So nice and broad. All right, so finish up your internship. How was the test? How did you feel about that whole experience? So I have not yet taken my test. <laughs> okay, yeah. so um, you're still already eligible. Yes. So you're working, but you haven't quite taken your test yes, yet. Yes, ma'am. I'm in the, gotcha. I've scheduled it and I will be taking it soon. So cross my fingers and praying to God that that goes well. <laughs> um, I've been studying and all that good stuff. In the meantime, good, good. You, do you, you have a date? So we won't put pressure on you. So if this airs after or before, that it will not have any pressure on you. But I'm sure you'll be fine. Okay. So maybe talk about, um, you know, I was lucky when I was going through my internship that I got offered a job at one of my places I interned at. So I got to work too prior to completing my test. And I know that's not the case for everyone. Mm -hmm. So let me tell me, share with me your experience with job hunting and how did that all go for you without having your RD yet? So um, as far as job hunting, I noticed that a lot of jobs, they usually want you to pass your test first. Mm -hmm. um, and then there are some that post jobs as RD eligible. Um, and so I applied for jobs that specifically said RD eligible uh, because I wanted to get a job and have that, um, you know, that stress taken off of me. Taken off your shoulders. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so that was kind of, I think that a lot of times some people say like they can't find a job and it's, it's the process is, um, I feel like if you're just getting out of an internship and you're looking for a job right away, apply for something that's RD eligible. And if you see a job that says requires two years experience, then I probably wouldn't apply for that job. <laughs> so Gotcha. They're probably going to toss out your application just for the fact that you didn't even have an RD right. plus that experience. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so were there quite a few RD eligible jobs available at the time that you began to search? Oh, yeah. There were, um, as soon as I searched, I mean, you can even Google RD eligible jobs. And there will be a lot come up through Indeed. There will be a lot come up through uh, different companies who hire dietitians and hospitals and stuff like that. And so um, when you when you search through a company's website, you'll be able to find a lot of them that do say RD eligible. So, yeah. Good to know. I didn't know that. So how many did you apply for? Oh, how many did you find that you liked? <laughs> did you? Were, well, first, let me ask you, like, were you 
Were you being selective? Were you kind of like, you know, I'm pretty open to any experience as a first job? How did, how did you feel about well, that? Well, at first I thought, well, I kind of wanted to stay around Memphis, which is where I live or lived. And <laughs> so I, um, I started applying around the Memphis area. And then um, occasionally I would apply for something that sparked my interest. Um, I remember applying for one in Vermont somewhere. Um, oh. And then I remember <laughs> applying for one in like South Carolina or North Carolina, random places like that. I wasn't really necessarily tied down to staying in Memphis. And then this opportunity okay. came up. And, and so um, came out here for an interview. And um, then they ended up calling me about a week later and they said, we were just wondering if he wanted to come work with us. And I just cried. I cried on the uh, phone. <laughs> I did. did you? I cried on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy tears, right. of course. But yeah, it's kind of like a sense of relief. You're like, oh, I know it was a little bit scary. But at the same time, I was so excited. <laughs> mm -hmm. So then you had to transition to that whole like, okay, now I've got to get into out of kind of an intern mode and into employee mode, which is a total right. shift. Total shift. This is my first week. <laughs> so um, I just started Monday. And um, one thing that is so cool is feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm so just ready to get started. <laughs> it, yeah. Really? I, yeah. I, just, um, I feel like when you're in the process, you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. You're a little scared. You're uh, not sure. And you feel like, you know, you're just an intern. You're trying to learn. And that's normal. Mm -hmm. um, and then now I'm just like, wow, this is happening. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm doing right. this. <laughs> has it been a good week for you? I mean, has it? Have you been mostly training? Yeah, kind of? so mostly training. It's been great. Um, I feel like I'm just really excited to start. I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> Do you have coworkers then, or are you an only dietitian in that place? So um, right now I'm at a, um, it's a nursing home. Uh, it's called Mountain View mm -hmm. Hospital, and I'm the only dietitian here. Um, and mm. then they'll be adding in an acute care hospital um, as well, probably within the next couple of months. Once I get comfortable with one, then they're adding in that one, and I'll be the only dietitian there. Um but Valid Health is a team of a bunch of different uh, dietitians. So if I ever need help, it's pretty easy to reach out to somebody and ask if I need it. Yeah. Oh, good. So it's kind of like a, is it kind of like a contract situation where you work for this particular group, but they take, they are covering your yes. facilities that you yes, work in? Gotcha. That's bad. That's even better because then you you still are an only dietitian, but you still are part of a team yes, of dietitians that you still have that. Yes, ma'am. And I love it so far. I, I honestly was thinking maybe it would be good to work with a bunch of dietitians. And now I'm like, no, it's it's me. It's all me. <laughs> <laughs> now, was there a dietitian there before yes. you? Uh, and she okay. she worked with uh, dietitians on demand. So she was contract um, as well. Um, and so she, I'm working okay. with her right now. Uh, she's kind of showing me everything and yeah. Oh, good. How many patients do you have? How many responsibilities? I believe there's around 35 right now. 
It's very oh, small. Yeah. Perfect. So, so when we yeah. add in the other hospital, it'll, of course, be more patients. But for right now, mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty happy with it. You'll get to know everyone really yeah. well there. They'll like be like, there's my type. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they, they're already so happy to have somebody uh, that, that will be there long term. So, yes, yeah. yes, very good. That's awesome. Well, that's exciting to kind of hear that there is a space for new interns to find jobs. And because I, you know, I just, you know, with the whole COVID thing too, it's like, you just don't know about that kind of added part to everything and that you've been so successful so far. Right. I think that a lot of times whenever people are applying for jobs, they they just want to take what they can get. And um, what I say is just don't settle for something that you see and you're just like, okay, I'll take what I can get settle for something that you really want, you know, um, that's what I think at least. And it may not be like the perfect situation, but it, it will still be a growing and a Mm -hmm. learning situation that will set you up for those future kind of endeavors that take you down your path. Did you, when you thought about being a dietitian, did you, do you still have like this ideal of what you want to what you want to do as a dietitian in the future? Oh, yeah. I've, I feel like, yeah. so I've, I've been thinking, uh, um, I've been actually working on my podcast. <laughs> um, uh, yes. Yeah, so yes. I told you about that. <laughs> um, yeah. You did. And, yes. Um, I'm hoping to at least get some things started. Um, I really want it to be focused on situational and circumstance things of nutrition, uh, like the mental health and behavioral health, addiction and alcohol recovery uh, type things. So that's what my focus I want to be on in my podcast. Um, I think that would be very helpful for a lot of people. And I think that's something that is not really talked about very often. So um, I definitely want to do that in the future. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of getting that started and that kind of thing. Well, you have had a few things yes. going on. <laughs> so, I mean, I understand that maybe you haven't had a lot of time right. to spend on that, but how did you, how did you get interested in kind of seeing that there's a need for that in our, our community? Um, so I personally have like understood the mental health, uh, situation. It's, uh, relevance to nutrition. I feel like nutrition plays a huge role in mental health. Um, and a lot of times people don't really think about nutrition in terms of recovering from things like depression or uh, eating disorders and alcohol and uh, substance abuse, things like that. A lot of people don't talk about that kind of stuff. Um, and so I just really realized that that's something that should be talked about more often and it should be something that's readily available too. Uh, and a podcast is so easy to just get on your phone and touch the screen and you can listen to it and there's your advice. And, you know, you have somebody who is uh, genuinely interested in helping that population. So that's what kind of made me interested in getting that started. I love that. I love that. And you have a wonderful, soothing, like relaxing voice. Oh, thank you. Like I, that is like one of those things, like when you listen to people that have great, you know, voices, I think you learn so well from, so you will be, 
you will be a fantastic voice to listen oh, well, to. Well, I appreciate yourself. that. Yes. I really do appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, isn't it, you know, it, isn't it so fun too when you are, you know, when you're done with your test, you will feel like you have that yes. extra time to focus on those passion projects that you won't have to be studying for and um, you can go to work and come right. home and like, do right. Those I'm really excited mm-hmm. to kind of like get the ball rolling on that. I really want to reach out to like more mental behavioral health dietitians and see if like they're interested in talking about that kind of thing. Um, but I'm really focused on, you know, what I'm doing right now. And that's something that I definitely am going to be doing in the future. Well, you'll have to definitely tell me when <laughs> I that will. starts so I can help promote <laughs> yes, you because I love promoting a dietitian yes. on podcasts. There needs to be more of us <laughs> there for needs sure. To be more, of course, yes. <laughs> so, have you felt like you've had some chances to breathe now that you've kind of you're moving to? I think yes. as well, and just kind of starting all this new stuff in your life. Do you have any advice for? kind of people in your same situation or right before kind of graduating from internships that you yes. want to share? Um, I guess my best advice is to just, you know, go for whatever, you know, like just go for a job that you love. Of course, in the field, get your feet wet and get your experience. Um, and don't stress over it too much kind of take a breath once you're finished with your internship because i i definitely after my internship i went to the beach i had to go go to the beach and have some fun for a minute and then settle back in because i knew i was going to take a few more classes to finish off my master's but in in between Mm -hmm. i was like all right i'm gonna go to the beach and relax for a second because i hadn't been able to do that in such a long time um so I think that's also important, too, to kind of tell yourself you need the break. <laughs> oh, for sure. Because I think you do get into that mode where you're like, okay, I got to get this right. done, I got to get this done, I got to do this, I do this. So I love that you took some time for yourself to get your head right. back on straight and to get ready for the next kind of things that we're going to be ha- big things that we're going to yes. be happening for you. Very good advice. Well, I I'm excited to keep... I'm going to keep following you. Is there any place that you are going to like share when your podcast comes out or what kind of, how are you going to Yes. So I started an Instagram page. It's, um, a plate dot with Kate. And, um, I will definitely put that in my show notes too. That's my Instagram page. And hopefully, um, as soon as I get the first episode published, I will be posting it on that Instagram page and I will probably put it in the bio link in the bio, um, for that. But, um, that's how I plan to promote it so far. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I'll put that in. Um, that's how we connected. So I will definitely put that into the show notes. If people just have questions for you of just being kind of a newly minted, almost (laughs) dietitian and starting your new job and even (laughs) podcasting of um, you know, how you got started thinking about that too. Cause that's not an easy thing to, to want to try too. So very so. good. Well, Katie, I have, so, now that I asked you the hard <laughs> questions or the easy questions, are you ready for the hard Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you share with me some foods some that foods you enjoy? I enjoy. 
Okay, that's a hard one, actually. Yeah, I love I love so much. <laughs> I know kinds, so many different kinds of food. Um, sushi is probably one of my favorites, and Italian food. Mm. Probably gonna go for those two. Yeah, Italian. Like two polar <laughs> yes, opposites. Two polar right? opposites. <laughs> <laughs> um, what kind of beverages do you uh, enjoy? Coffee is my number one. Coffee. You probably have, I have. coffee for the <laughs> I past have year. Lived off of coffee. I'm drinking coffee right now. <laughs> I am. Are you? <laughs> and it's like three o'clock my it's time. Four, it's four. It's four o'clock here. Coffee. Yeah. Four so. here. <laughs> Are you planning on staying up I, all night? I or feel what, like girl? it's What's almost like water now. <laughs> Doesn't have that effect on me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. You're probably used. You're one of those right. people that tolerate it really well. Kathy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um how about things that you like to listen to like if you're studying or if you're working or driving what are or playing or having fun what kind of things I do you like have to to? such a wide variety of music that it's probably unreal <laughs> um <You're> I really <laughs> like alternative or electronic music um I, I, I like all, I like anything <laughs> Yeah. Gotcha. It just kind of provides the mood, right? You're like, that's what I'm going to listen to today. Um, Any scents or smells that you enjoy? Eucalyptus. I I don't know why, but eucalyptus Mm. or citrus smells. I love that. Kind of that clean, kind of crisp smell. Mm -hmm. Those are good ones too. And I, I, that's a good answer because it is the fall. So usually I get oh, things yeah. like pumpkins, that too, but and apples, <laughs> but, but consistently yes. for you, it's eucalyptus. That's a good one. Um, and what brings you joy in life? Katie? Oh, creativity. I love anything that's creative. Awesome. <laughs> do you, do you have any other creative outlets that you like outside of like nutrition and dietetics and well, things like um, that? I do love to cook. I love to paint. Um, I've been Ooh. painting a lot lately, um, especially when I'm when I was having some free time at home. <laughs> but yeah, I've always loved to do. <laughs> do you paint like dra- like photos? I or just do like or, acrylic or paintings, like- uh, either scenery oh, or nice. flowers, things like that. That's awesome. Well, and then you like music too. So like, are, are you, do you play an instrument or do you sing yeah. or how did so you get into that? So I was that? in the band. Uh, and so I played the clarinet okay. in the band. I played the alto saxophone in the jazz band. And then I also played a little guitar, but now my oh instruments my collect dust. <laughs> I occasionally will play piano <laughs> in the meantime, but I don't get the uh-huh. chance to play that often. <laughs> Maybe, yes, maybe soon, <laughs> maybe sometime in the future you'll go back up. But that kind of explains yes, your ma'am. creativity that you have too. Yes. Oh my gosh. You have so many fantastic Aww. things about you. You'll have to, when you do your podcast, um, like intro, you should like be playing oh, the yes, music that for that really yourself. Cool. You should totally do that. <laughs> yeah. I, not that you want to, not that I want to add things to your list right. of things to do, but that would, would be, be cool. really special to have that yes. be your music. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, Katie, I have loved chatting with you. I look forward to following your future and your adventure as a dietitian, and I will 
put your Instagram account in the show notes. I recommend everyone follow Katie. <laughs> Get in touch with Katie if you have questions. If you're early on in your career, she's going to be a great resource. I can't wait to to. Thank you so along. much. I appreciate it. I really enjoyed talking yeah. with you today. I'm looking forward to Katie's podcast in the future. I think it's great to have more dietitians in the podcast space, and I think her niche will be a fantastic angle and one I would love to learn more about too. I find it so interesting how many interns are navigating their internship during COVID, and I am sure it's a crazy time for all of you as well. Send me an email or message me and let me know how being an intern during COVID has been for you. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day, and to start a conversation that truly matters.